Pulteney Group, Remax Results. Welcome to Rochester Real Estate, featuring Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group Remax Results and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning. Robin Gwaltney with Gwaltney Group Remax Results with us. I'm Andy Brownell, News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Robin, are you, what did I see this week that... Remax results is the biggest of the. Oh, what? Isn't that awesome? <laughs> you have to explain that to us. I, I am, you know, I have always, as you know, I have been very proud to work with Remax results for the past seven years. Um, you know, my first 15 years was with Coldwell Banker, and it was also a great um, experience for me. But we had been recruited and moved over to Remax results um, January of 2014, and we just have never looked back. This company is just amazing. It's a company full of rock stars, and it didn't just happen. I mean, the owner, John Colopy, is a pretty smart business guy. Uh, he's been doing this for 30-plus years, and he has you know, intentionally come into markets and recruited the best agents and put them all under one roof. And, boy, it shows because Rochester Remax results did 34% of the market share last year. So that's one in three houses that are being sold in Rochester and surrounding areas is being done by a Remax results agent. So that that speaks pretty loud. But um, he actually put his stats out on Facebook. Well, he didn't, but somebody put his stats out on Facebook because he's been, um, you know, uh, ranked in the U.S. as the number 12 largest broker in the entire U.S. And that's all brands. Wow. But he's the number one Remax um, affiliate. So the number one Remax franchise is Remax Results, the one that's located right here in Rochester, which is pretty darn impressive. It is very impressive. Congratulations. Yeah, thanks. It's it's a great place to work. It's nice when you go into a listing appointment and you say, well, you know, just so you're aware, I do work with Remax Results and we pretty much kill it. <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, results broke company records by ending the year with um, 1,231 sales executives. So there's 43 offices spread throughout Minnesota and western Wisconsin and of, at those 43 offices, we have 1,231 agents, right? Okay. So it says here, the results of our sales executives' efforts were demonstrated through a total of 26,570 units closed with a sales volume of over $8 billion, which is an average of 24 sales per sales executive per year. So the average Remax results agent is selling two houses a month. Okay. That's average. And a lot of them are not selling that many because this is a second job. They're like a full-time teacher and right. a part-time realtor or something like that. But anyway, it's, it's pretty impressive. And um, to see John be, you know, honored as the broker owner of the year, for a multi-office broker owner and the number one office with closed transactions and in the world. Number one for closed transactions worldwide. I mean, 
Well, we, tough to beat that. And you know what makes it really significant to me is that he's doing this in Minnesota and Wisconsin. It's not like he's doing it in Thank New you. York City or Los Angeles or someplace like that. Exactly. And it's because, you know, when you have great leadership, you get great results. And he, I mean, he has been a wonderful leader. He has uh, appointed awesome people to be, you know, the CEO and the COO and all those people that are up at top making decisions with him are all just a fantastic group of leaders. And again, I, I'm so grateful and thankful. And especially in this market, it makes such a difference. And, you know, people listening to the show, they don't know why would it matter which company you work for. But when you work for the biggest and the best, they have so much more available to us. You know, cutting edge marketing, cutting edge tools, you know, all the things that cost money they've got the money for and so we have that that we get to pass along to our clients which makes selling their house you know even a more top-notch experience at no extra cost to them and in dealing with this kind of market that we're in now you've told me in the past that it's that sort of thing that allows you to have access to a larger share of the inventory that is available Yes, because, you know, I'm hearing, oh, gosh, you know, it's really tough. I haven't sold as many houses this year. There's just not any inventory. I am proud to tell you that the Gwaltney Group, as of today, has already sold 146 homes in 2021. And um, considering that last year, now, granted, it was a COVID year, but it was still a great year for us. Last year, we sold 336 in the entire year. Wow. So we're cooking. Yeah, you As are. my dad would say, <laughs> cooking with Crisco. <laughs> I have not heard that one in a long time. <laughs> That's wonderful. There's uh, people out there listening going, what is Crisco? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Look it up. <laughs> Funny. Oh, goodness. So we talked a little bit last week that you said you were seeing some moderation taking place or maybe the, the start of moderation taking place. We're, we're getting more and more homes coming on the market. As you see, when you're driving around, you'll see more and more holes being dug and more and more new houses being framed up. People have finally just decided, you know, those who were waiting for these lumber prices to come down have just finally bit the bullet and said, they're probably going to keep going up. So now is the time, you know, let's take advantage of the interest rates. At least we have that on our side and let's just bite the bullet and build so there's a lot of building going on which is definitely going to help our cause yeah because that frees up the home that they're currently living in once it's ready to go exactly exactly you got it so you mentioned uh, before we started talking on air that you had some statistics you wanted to talk about this week yeah so i have the um printout of you know like historical inventory of homes for sale month by month every now and then i'll just go into you know what the awesome CMAR offers us, you know, as agents. And it's cool how they kind of combine all this material and and then we can just pull out the stats and, and share it with our clients or in my case with our listeners. Very good. So in 2019, March, we had uh, 1,263 sales. Okay. Um, actually, I, I said that wrong. We had 1,263 homes for sale in March of 2019. In March of 2020, we had 1,184 homes for sale. In March of 2021, it was down by 60%. And we had 466 homes for sale. (laughs) That's, That's 
Wow, that's it, all I can say. That's that's insane. It's real. It's real. I mean, this is happening, and the, there's a shortage out there. We had one, one gentleman call the office yesterday. Bless his heart. He said, are there any homes where I can still get a deal on and offer less than the asking price? <laughs> Did you stop laughing? Uh, I know, but you don't want to laugh at the guy? I said, I wish I could tell you, sir, that there were, but I would just be filling you full of baloney, and I would just be giving you false hopes because the fact of the matter is, is as long as homes are priced properly. Now, I sh- I will say there are some agents that are like go- taking this a little bit crazy and they're purposely pricing things, you know, 20 and 30,000 over. I'm not even talking about that's where they're going with the multiple offers. I'm talking about that's where they're pricing. So there are some things that are selling for less than asking price, but it's only because they were priced wrong. So when homes are priced properly, they're selling for what they're priced at and more. I mean, that's just the hard cold fact. And we've talked about that before where you said that, that, you know, you have a person who's thinking of selling and this low inventory market perhaps has them seeing $2 signs in front of their eyeballs. Obviously, you're going to get top dollar for the home just because of the market. But the idea that you're going to get extraordinarily above that is... It's misguided, to say the least, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And anybody that's, you know, encouraging buyers to write those kind of offers in this market, they're really just setting them up for failure because it's not going to happen. You know, and sometimes you'll get a buyer that'll say, well, we could try. What's the harm in trying? Well, the harm in trying is we won't be the only offer and we won't be the winning offer. That's the harm in trying. Right. So and then it's you're at the back of the line. Okay, you know, we have to take a quick break. We'll be back with more with Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group Remax results in just a moment on News Talk 1340, Carol CAM and 96.9 FM. We'll be right back with Robin Gwaltney and Andy Brownell on Rochester Real Estate. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Have you wanted to speak a new language but thought it would be too difficult? Real Estate with Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group, Remax Results, and Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back. We're talking about the Rochester real estate market. Well, I better say Rochester area real estate market. Correct. Gwaltney Group Remax results. And uh, you brought along um, some interesting statistics from it's southeastern Minnesota realtors, correct? CMAR? Yeah. CMAR, yeah. I, I feel like, you know, people might enjoy listening to us chit-chat, but they probably tune in to hear what's going on in the real estate market. So I should have some sort of content each week that would okay. maybe uh, please them, right? Okay. So this is one particular thing I think is good. So I just talked about how in all of CMAR, um, the listings in March were down by 60%, right? And that in March of 20, there were 1,184 homes for sale. But in 2021, there were only 466. Now, turn that back to working for this, you know, powerhouse Remax results, and you will see that um, we actually, as a company, had 50 more listings in March of 2021 than we had in March of 2020. So we had, looks like about 145 
listings, and it's just kind of a graph, so I'm kind of estimating sure. where the line is. Looks like we had 145 listings in March of 2020 and about 170 in March of 2021. So, um, again, back to my point that people are being very choosy about who they are selecting to list their homes in this crazy market. And, you know, some people just feel really confident about working with the biggest and the best and most successful real estate company in town. And I don't think it's a bad choice. <laughs> so if, from the seller's point of view, it's obvious. I, I get it. So they're, they're seeing that your group offers them the best opportunity to sell their home. Our company, our whole Remax results right. company, right? Is there okay. an, is there an advantage to the buyer because of what you just told me that you? Uh... Well, that's a really valid point. You know, so we've talked about this before, but I'll I'll um, go over it again. So there are different types of agency in real estate. You can represent someone as their buyer's agent, so they're the buyer. You're representing them to help them purchase, right? You can help represent someone as a seller's agent. So clearly that's when I help a seller sell their house and I'm representing their side of the transaction. Or there is dual agency. And dual agency, it's pretty self-explanatory, right? You're representing both sides of the transaction. Dual agency is frowned upon by some people and I think it's really only because they don't have a clear understanding of it. Um, because to be very honest with you, I think the perfect transactions come out of dual agency. Because when dual agency is done right, what it means is that we have to, we are responsible as licensed agents to create a win-win situation. Meaning, whether it's me representing the buyer and the seller, or me and another licensed agent licensed to Remax results, because that would also be a dual agency. Um, either way, we have to make sure at the end of the transaction, we didn't push or pull harder for the buyer or the seller, but instead we worked together to create a win-win situation. Okay, mm-hmm. so it's it's actually a pretty awesome deal, and I feel like, you know, and I've said this before, and, and some people are going to hear this and think, oh, that's not fair, but it's absolutely fair and legal and right. When we have a listing coming, we cannot share that with any broker outside of REMAX results. It's absolutely against the rules. However, we can share it in-house. So we can send an email out to every REMAX results agent and say, hey, I've got this super listing coming. It's four bedrooms, three baths. It's going to be X, you know, whatever. And then we start getting inundated with emails back. Oh, my God, Robin, when's it going to be available? I've got somebody for that. So we've already got all kinds of excitement about it right here within REMAX results that we can't even share outside of our brokerage. So it's not like we're playing favorites or trying to be on fair we're just following the rules i mean those are the rules so is it a situation where until it goes officially listed none of this can be i mean what i'm trying to get is the deal can't be commenced or uh oh no absolutely it absolutely can be it absolutely can be it absolutely can be because we we have the right to 
um, list properties and say withheld from the MLS. There's no huge okay. benefit in doing that. But if we if we tell people we have this one coming, it's coming down the pipeline. And again, I can only share that with other Remax results agents. So only the buyers of other Remax results agents are going to be made aware of these up sure. and coming listings. So. To answer your question in a very long way, I guess it puts the buyers at an advantage if they're going to work with an agent within the company that has the lion's share of the inventory. They get access to a bunch of homes. VIP. VIP <laughs> pass. And I, I imagine if you, in the win-win scenario you described, it gives the seller, if they find the appropriate buyer... Um, a relatively clean and easy way to have their transaction occur. Oh, absolutely. And and I should probably make it very clear. It's not as if I say, oh, I have this great house that's coming on the market. It's going to be listed at 300000 that another REMAX agent is going to say, oh, I'll give them 300000 if they take my offer now and don't go on the market. Uh, chances are they're still going to say, oh, thanks, but no thanks. We're going to go on the market because we're probably going to get 310 or 315 or 320 sure. and we want to take our chances. But what I am saying is it does give the opportunity for that REMAX agent to come in and say, you know what, my buyer is prepared to give you 315 right now if you don't go on the market. And many times that's pretty enticing to the seller. I imagine it is. I mean, I, I, I think about selling a home and part of the hassle of the home will be showing the home and all of that uh, other business that goes with it. Especially people who work from home. It's like, okay, now I have to have all these showings and I've got to figure out how to make myself scarce and yet be on my important Zoom meetings and having people traipse through my house. And I mean, it's not all... Um, fun and games listing and selling a house. It's actually a pretty stressful um, procedure to go through. Whether it goes as smooth as silk, it still creates a lot sure. of angst in people. It means they're taking a new job or they're moving to a new city or, you know, I mean, there's a lot of reasons people sell houses. They're getting a divorce. It's not fun. I mean, they've got other stuff going on. So if we can make one piece of that whole equation less stressful, I mean, that is absolutely our goal. All right. Robin Gwaltney with Gwaltney Group Remax Results with us. We'll continue our chat in just a moment on Newstock 1340, Carol C. AM and 96.9 FM. We'll be right back with Robin Gwaltney and Andy Brownell on Rochester Real Estate. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Does learning a language feel like this? No habla espanol. Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group, Remax Results, and Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back. Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group, Remax Results with us. Of course, it's on the Saturday morning. Robin, you mentioned you have a couple articles you wanted to talk about? Well, you know me. I'm always, always reading, reading <laughs> and learning and trying to be on top of the game in this real estate industry. So I found a few articles that I printed out that I would like to share that I think are pretty interesting. The first one is titled, Million Dollar Home Sales Outpace Those in Other Price Points. Interesting. It goes on to say, million dollar listings are a hot commodity. The number of homes sold for more than $1 million jumped by 81% in February compared to a year earlier. I would, like not, that? I would not have thought that. 
Meanwhile, the number of homes sold for under 100,000 dropped by 26% compared to one year ago, according to the National Associations of Realtors. That one I find believable because there's so few of those available. Right. So it goes on to say wealthy Americans are taking advantage of low mortgage rates. Have I said that over and over and over? (laughs) Increased savings and the growth in remote work in order to hunt for larger homes. The Midwest, okay, listen closely people because this is us. The Midwest saw the volume of homes sold for above $1 million double from February of last year to February this year. Wow. Mm-hmm. The Northeast saw a 98% increase, and the South posted a 94% increase. So, yeah, we're only at 50% compared to 98 or 94, but again, this is the Midwest. You know, it's funny, 30 years ago, it was hard to find a home that was a million dollars. Okay, well, I'll tell but, you, the first time I sold a home for a million dollars was, um, let's see, it was 18 years ago. Okay. And I know that, actually 19 years ago, and I know that because it was just before my 40th birthday. And I was so excited to have sold a million-dollar house. And I remember that that client saying, Robin, am I making a huge mistake spending a million dollars on a house in Rochester, Minnesota? And I said, I promise you, you are not. And recently I sold that home for him and he bought one that was closer to $2 million. And since then, they have purchased a lake home that was also closer to $2 million. So he understood that it was a very wise (laughs) investment indeed. But yeah, it was scary back then. But you know what, Andy? In Jan- since January, so January of 2021, so January, February, March, and now three quarters of the way through April, I personally have sold eight homes for over a million dollars. Wow! Here in Rochester, yes, and that's not my team; that's me personally. That's, a- that's impressive to say the very least. Um, it's becoming more common, yeah. much more common. Well, I, that was kind of my point too, though. That the, the idea of the million-dollar home in the Rochester area is—it's no longer the you know the super rare commodity. It's there are more and more of the homes priced in that range in this community than ever. I guess I mean there are that's for sure. Well, and you know why they're rising so much on the um, east coast and. West Coast is because people are buying vacation rental properties because they're killing it. I mean, they're buying homes that they're renting out for just exorbitant amount of money. But, you know, you'll get like four families that will go together and they'll rent these luxurious homes and they'll pay an ungodly price to be there for the week and have their own private resort. And these people who own these properties, they just need to rent them like you know, one, one and a half, maybe two weeks to completely pay for them. So the rest of the month, it's either profit or they go and use the place or they send their friends or their families. So it is really becoming a common, common thing to do. A lot of my realtor friends have vacation rental properties. That's part of the equation I didn't really think of either, that you could come up with an arrangement like that where you get to live the life and yet (laughs) have somebody else pay for Mm -hmm. it. Exactly. I actually have an, another article here. Do I have time for it you or not? You do. No, go ahead, please. 
Okay, it says summer vacation rentals are already skyrocketing. As vaccination rates rise, many states are loosening restrictions on travelers, prompting some Americans to look for homes to book for the summer. Short-term vacation rentals are seeing a surge in demand, and their owners are prepared for a very lively summer. This is probably contradictory to what a lot of people may think, but it's really one of the most exciting times in the industry right now. So it's these getaways, these, you know, VRBOs, the Airbnbs killing it. I I find that absolutely not at all uh, surprising. It's one of the shifts over the last 15 years that I find amazing that when people go on vacation now, we used to, you know, if you camped, you found a cabin or you went and stayed in a motel. And now that's not really the case. It's these beautiful homes that are along these yep. lakes and these scenic views and places. Correct. Like that. So it goes on to say by the end of March, 90% of vacation homes listed on VRBO for the Jersey Shores and Cape Cod in Massachusetts were already booked for July August and September. <laughs> well, good thing I wasn't planning to go to the Jersey Shore. <laughs> yeah, and I could, I mean, it's just people are, okay, this goes on to say, Airbnb vacation rentals nationwide in July and August are expected to average around $250 a night compared to last year's 194 and 2019's 185 So if you own... Lakeshore property or river property, you have a big smile on your face right now. Anything that you own that you want to rent out as a vacation rental, this is the time to do it because it's going to be a good, very good year for that. And I, I imagine that there's, if you don't know what you're doing, there's a ton of stuff on the internet telling you how to do this and you get involved well, in these kind of programs. And you've heard me say it before, and I'll say it again. I know the top agents in Remax. <laughs> all across the country. So if you tell me, well, I want a million-dollar home in Scottsdale, Arizona, I'm going to say, great, call my buddy Don Matheson. Or if you tell me I want a beautiful home on the Cape Cod, I'm going to say, well, perfect. I will put you in touch with the best agent there. You know, so truth be told, I can help you make those purchases from right here. I think you probably planted a few seeds in a few minds of this discussion today. People I hope are, so. People are going to ponder this. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah, it's, it's a great investment. No better investment than real estate. I promise you. All right, Robin. It's been a great conversation again, and I hope, well, I know we'll do this again next week. But in the meantime, if uh, somebody's heard something today that uh, piqued their interest, particularly the powerhouse, the REMAX results is, how do they get a hold of you, Robin Gwaltney? Certainly. Please call me on my cell phone. That number is 507-259-4926, and I look forward to taking your calls. Fantastic. You have a great rest of the weekend and a great week, Robin. You do the same. All right. Thank you so much. Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group, Remax Results here on Newstock 1340, KROC AM and 96.9. Mayo Clinic Radio, on the house, Dave Ramsey, Kim Kamau.